Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel and Star Wars. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. I got to stop down on that really quickly. We did drop some new merch this week. Really cool. It's like a, it's like, it's got our name on it, but it's also like, it's a red lightsaber, but the hilt of the lightsaber is in the style of Thanos' gauntlet. So, you know, we love like the Star Wars Marvel mashup. So that is our merch. And we, we got, we got them, we got everything in all types of different colors. You can get a crew neck, you can get a tank top, you can get a t-shirt, you can get a long sleeve, a lot of different op- options for you. That link will be in the show notes if you guys want to check that out. Um, but today, more importantly, we are discussing Miss Marvel episode five and six in full spoiler details. So if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. And I'm here with my favorite guy to share free ice cream pizza with. It's Tommy Pizzullo. Tommy, how are you? I'm good. And you know, Michael, I just realized something. There was something from my childhood. There was one time I was just wandering the street corner and I saw these stars. And I realized that was you, Michael. You came back. You saved me so that I could podcast with you one day. It all comes together. I thought it was my grandmother, but really my, my mother. I thought, but really it was you all along. And just a big, the, the, the the new web telescope that's that's what it took i'm not, i'm one of the big shiny stars that are, that's like standing in the way of like the much cooler galaxies that we can't see um but tommy uh i want to get like your overall perspective here um miss marvel we've put a cap on it we're going to talk about the last two episodes but uh how did it end for you are you are you happy with these final two episodes are you happy with the show as a whole what do you what do you think i think Overall, as I like look at the series, I did really enjoy it. And I think like, yes, there's things to pick apart. I think the clandestines were such a miss for me. Um, I think they were just used for plots just to get us there, which which is fine because I think the show treated it that way. So I'm, I'm okay. We're just supposed to forget about them. Uh, that being said, I think the heart of this at its core, Miss Marvel is Miss Marvel. And the actress, Ama, Ama, I believe I'm saying maybe right, but she is awesome in this role she is kamala just the fact that she's a fan of marvel in general actually i'm just seeing that she three hours ago of this podcast did an ama on reddit and like it's cool just how much she's she's into this like i know they they talk about the iconic and we'll talk about the iconic uh light post stand where she's sitting on the, the, the light post and she was talking about just getting chills being able to do that that scene and stuff and so to me like I'm glad she's in the in the MCU. I'm glad she's going to stick around. We're going to see a lot of her. And in general, all the cast. I really enjoyed the cast. I think the heart of this, as everyone's been saying, is family. And, and to me, that was... I could have just watched this as a sitcom of just about this family. Get rid of the superpowers and everything. I could have just watched that. Yeah, I had a tweet this week that was like, why don't we get a Stranger Things uh, season where like like people like they're not saving the world or almost dying. It's just like them going to school and like doing teenager stuff. Um, And I feel like, yeah, you're right. I think that's something we could accomplish here as well. It's like um, I think because my initial thought coming into this podcast, if I had like any big complaint, it was this show was in desperate need of a villain. Um, And we had two kind of villains and. You know, the clandestines, like you said, kind of a miss for me. We get Deaver who steps up a big time in this episode. Big miss for me. Um, but I think I think more importantly, just villain aside, I think we could have just focused on like uh, Kamala Khan and like her relationships and her family and like explore the powers. Like, I don't even know if we needed like these big action set pieces. Yeah, the superpowers to me were just like because they felt they needed to. You know, all this stuff with the clandestines. When people talk about the pace, they talk about that stuff. Or to me, that's that is it. 
it, it's very rushed. It's very like, let's get there just so we can get to what the show really wants to do, which is touch on Kamala and her family and the different relationships and, and the different pressure, you know, even of, of her culture and representing something bigger than herself. There's so many other things I think they wanted to tackle. And so they were like, let's spend the time there. Cause they do, you know, in the fifth episode, we have an entire scene where they just sit with the three generations uh, of women in the family looking over, of uh, you know, old photos. And it's like, they really let it breathe. They don't rush it. And that's where the magic is. That's the stuff that really works for me. Um, damage control could be a really good villain if they really hype it up more. I can see it as like, you know, cause we'll talk about more of it, but X-Men like villain of the government coming after superpowered, uh, uh, beings. I think that's really interesting if they touch on it. I think cause they split it between the clandestines and damage control, both hurt. And I think if you pick one, you may get a little more juice out of it. Yeah. And I think that was actually our complaint with, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier a little bit as well. I feel like um we had we had our evil cap we had we had uh the mysterious power broker and uh th there was another uh villainous force that's i don't remember at this point but they've really spread themselves thin with this kind of stuff and actually you know i had a lot of complaints about ethan hawk's character in moon knight but in hindsight uh, i mean that was a pretty fleshed out well enough character that we followed from start to finish and uh yeah i i think we could have used more and tommy like and maybe this is I've been really low on Marvel recently, and I'm I'm trying to just take a deep breath, take a step back, just zen. I mean, this is what Marvel is. I can choose to like it or I can choose to not like it. And tonight I'm choosing to like it. With that being said, between episodes five and six, there was one episode that I liked way more than the other one. And I'll give you a hint. It wasn't five. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's parts of five I really like. I actually think, and we'll dive into it. I think it could have been, it might have worked more if it was two separate episodes. It felt very disjointed. You get the backstory part, which is very not Kamala heavy, and then you Kamala at the end, and it feels very abrupt. There's, I, you know, I, I do believe there's scenes that were cut. There's a whole thing with the great grandmother being like, "Wait, are you Sana?" And it really feels. If you actually look at the dialogue, it's really weird, and it almost it seems like there's a missed there's missed dialogue there. There's something that either they wrote it wrong or it just was cut out of it for time. Uh, but I, I do think it, it's, I, there's parts, like I said, I really like, I really like how they dive into uh, and aren't afraid to touch on, on some of the terrible things that happened in India and a lot of this stuff uh, with the, the, with the partisan, uh, but it's it, it still, yeah, it felt disjointed at times. Yeah. And it's fascinating because um my like just admittedly my lack of historical knowledge like finding out about this this is where i found out about what the history between um the british and india and this was it was never on my radar until we got that flashback in what episode two or three and i was like oh this is this was a thing um so like very admittedly i, I did not know anything about this but with that being said there was another movie and i'm gonna go ahead and get my uh my recommendation here up top another movie that i watched recently um, that was about the same time period um, that we are flashing back to. Um, it's called RRR. It's on Netflix. Um, it's a, hin a Hindi film. It is honestly um, what one of the best movies I've seen in many years. I'll just uh, probably since like Parasite. Tommy, this movie is so good. RRR, again, um, it, it will teach you a little bit more about how some of the stuff went down. We get very minimal amounts of historical knowledge aside from, you know, the facts 
and uh, they, you know they show like how dark it gets as well but uh it is, it is quick you get like half an episode and then like uh, you know with that being said you get three hours of of like really entertaining compelling storytelling action in rrr as well as like uh some uh historical knowledge to take with you so sorry i had to throw that one out there no you're good and i'll, I'll give a recommendation as well right here of like uh i don't know this is you know, sacrilegious or whatever, recommending another podcast that covers Miss Marvel. But I re- I listened to, you know, we are fans of RHAP. They did have Everything is Super with the post-show recaps, and they did a, a podcast on it, and uh, one of the guests, Sasha, really dives into the, 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 the backstory of what happened, what went down. And I think she does a really good job of, of laying it out, giving some more context uh, to the episode. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, uh, I think I haven't listened to that yet, but I, I was going to. And um, yeah, they, they'll be able to provide much better context than we will. Um, Tommy, I think what, like I, I told you uh, off air here, I don't have, I have like four highlights from episode five that I could talk about. Other than that, I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, like I said, I don't know if it like, again, I appreciate the, some of the stuff that we got, Um but I, we really took a sidestep from the main story here. And with six episodes, I feel like that hurt us a lot. Um, I, I, and especially because like, there's really no real payoff to it in episode six, the finale. And I think that was a big thing. I was like, okay, this is like, maybe it's just building up to something that's going to be super relevant. And, um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, what what do you think? Uh, are you? I guess I guess we can just kind of focus on the flashback portion of this episode in general. Um, what what do you feel about all of it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it gives more context. It gives you again. I think it's like I almost could have saw a whole episode just from her uh, from uh, her great grandmother's point of view. Just an entire episode. Give me this. Give me a little bit more of the clandestines. Uh, maybe we see a little bit before she met her uh, husband, uh, uh, you know, stuff like that. But I think overall, like for me, I did feel the chemistry between them. Like the, the love, the the idea that she would give give up everything for her fam- for this family she's created. I liked the concepts in it. I, I think um, how they opened the episode too, I think is really good. Like again, just throwing us right into uh, the, the history side of it, throwing us into getting us into the, the mindset of it and uh one of the things i will mention on here that sasha talks about that i really did agree with is like a lot of times when you have like third world countries and stuff they put on this like yellow tinted filter and i do like that this episode shows like doesn't doesn't try to make the place look poor you know what i mean it's like it just lets india you know wherever but it lets it just stand and and so i don't know there's parts like i said parts i really liked i think the uh Man, uh, the the guy who plays uh, uh, the the, the great grandfather, he, he just the way he spoke, some of the, like his words. I'm like, oh, I was gushing. I was like, oh, I I would fall for you too. Like I'm into it. Yes, very very charming. It's interesting though, Tommy, because I feel like we have two different solutions to this. Mine is let's not worry about it. Let's let's. Uh, Let's focus on Kamala. Yours is give us more of this. So, and I don't think either is wrong. Uh, again, I think if anything, the big problem is being limited to six episodes. Um, so, yeah, maybe, maybe if there's like an eight episode, then we could get like a full episode of this. And I feel like that would be more of the sweet spot. 
Yeah, I think if you're gonna do it, go go full tilt is kind of my thing. I like if you're not gonna do it, great. If you're going to do it, commit and and give it more because like I think there's connections you can make of like. I think one of the things to jump a little ahead of the flashbacks is I think the mother's transition was a little, it wasn't bad, but her just accepting it right away. I think you could have spent more time with that of like her realizing that like Kamala having these powers is the only reason she's even here. You know, all of that. Like, I think there's something to that. There's something to this idea of like the story they told this iconic story of, of how um, Sana, you know, made it on the train, I think really could have had more of an impact on the present and I, I think it did without actually saying it. Like, I think it was a lot of just like, oh, yeah, it did. Just accept it, you know? Yeah, so I want to ask you about the death of Nashma that we get after the flashback. Um, we kind of see her sacrifice herself to the void. Um, and again, my notes are so bad. I can't even remember why she did this, Tommy. <laughs> and this is where, again, I think it's just like the – this is the part where I think they – rushed they didn't give us all this because they do spend so much time with the family and like i said they they spend an entire time with with the photo book which i liked but then we have things like this where it's like her motivation just didn't make sense she was willing to what we've seen of this character is she kills her best friend in order to get home she does she leaves cameron behind she does all these things nothing has shown that she's had a change in heart nothing has shown that um maybe you have something where kamala shows the photo and she's reminded of her friend or something here you know, all we get is Kamala just pleading to her of like, Cameron needs you. That was the idea. And she's like, it's like, I guess we're supposed to believe that that mention is like, okay, I need to do this to stop the portal. But how did she even stop the veil? It doesn't really make sense. I, I guess she gave her powers. to. I, I'm not sure. And I think that's what it, it is still, even after the sixth episode, it's very um, confusing to me what exactly went down. Yeah, I mean, it's classic Marvel stuff, you know. Maybe we shouldn't think about it too much because uh, I think the more we dive into it, the less sense it makes. But but, but kind of like you said, I do think it, it at least that moment allowed the opportunity for Cameron, Cameron to get his powers, which, um, you know, I wasn't necessarily expecting. Um, I wasn't expecting us to go this route. I, I feel like he was already, like, badass enough to be... Like, he got, like... I mean, he was doing flips off houses and stuff, like... Uh, uh, I felt like he was already a superhero, but he got powers. Um, and then we get, um, uh, he, he goes to, to Brian, Bruno, and uh, they blow up the circle Q, Tommy. Yeah, I mean. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, circle Q. Uh, yeah, I think to backtrack a little, uh, yes. I think with the Cameron, it's interesting. I And this is where I go with, like, it's it's bad they, it was confusing because I saw a lot of comments in between the week between five and six of like, yeah, now Cameron's going to be the bad guy. He's going to like turn because of what happened. And I'm like, I didn't get that read at all, but people could easily because of how it, it, it was done. Um, I don't know. I think there's there's more there. I think the, the circle cue, nice nod to like, a bad nod, but a, a nod to Spider-Man Homecoming of like same kind of explosion type thing. Uh and I think seeing the Bruno connection there, the fact that he actually thought his name was Brian, I guess makes it a little bit better that it wasn't like he purposely was calling him Brian the whole time. He genuinely just didn't know his name. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's still bad, but uh, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Well, when talking about uh, just jumping ahead to episode six here, I, um, Cameron kind of does become a villain. 
they 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 toe that line, right? And that's what also gets really confusing because they do. They toe that line where it's like, do you want us to think he's the villain? And, and I don't I wouldn't have liked that, to be honest. I, I wouldn't have liked that fully. I, he does, he gets it just seems to me how I read it was he can't control his powers. It's coming out, but he also is just angry. And so the two got mixed together of like he is causing these powers to flare out and attack people. And I'm I, I it, it's again, I think that's where as much as I like the episodes and the series as a whole. All this stuff gets very confusing when it's like, okay, what do you want us to believe about you know these characters when you you're having them do things that aren't adding up? Tommy, I feel like of more than most of the series we've talked about, I would really appreciate a season two for this to provide more context on these characters. I feel like a lot of them are going to interesting places, and I'm sure a lot of this will be explored in um, the Marvels coming up. But um, still, like I, I mean, it's hard to imagine they're going to have time to fit. Uh, more Cameron and, and Red Dagger in there, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, would you be down for a Miss Marvel season two? Yeah, give us more episodes too. 12. Yeah, please. 12 is, <laughs> I, I think 12, 10 is, is the right number. You don't need 24 like the old, but but why are we why are we doing six now? It's not enough time to, or for an origin. Maybe six is enough for a season two where we already know the characters. We already know what we're coming into. For an origin story, it's just, a, you know, do the Stranger Things method. Go do, like, a 20-hour epi- epi- uh, season. Like, I don't know. Stranger Things method is, like, we're going to do an, an hour-and-a-half episode. We're going to take a two-week break, and then we're going to do three one-hour episodes, and then we're going to close with a movie. But it's not a movie. It's an episode. They're all movies, essentially. <laughs> yeah. I, it, you know, like I said, episode five had some good parts. I think one thing we haven't touched on is the broken necklace. I thought was a really nice way to uh, show the inspiration for her future Miss Marvel logo. And the fact like, you know, we get it confirmed in episode six that it comes from her mom, I think is such a beautiful moment. Uh, and, and I think all the mom stuff, you know, we talked about it a little bit in episode four, but the mom and Santa, the, the grandmother, that connection, her being like, you know, I need to be a better mother. And she's like, no, you were exactly, I wasn't ready to believe in all this. Like there was a disconnect. And I liked, I liked those moments. That's why it's hard for me to hate on episode five. Cause there are some great moments. There's, but then there's some moments I'm like, all right, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tommy, I'm out of notes on episode five. If there's anything else you want to touch on before we dive into this finale, uh, be my guest. Yeah, I think, like I said, the clandestine stuff at the end was weird. Like, the whole, all right, we turn into skeletons. It's it just, there's something missing. So, yeah, I was saying the other thing I thought was missing, the conversation between Kamala and the great-grandmother, uh, Aisha. Um, it, she, it felt like there was something missing. She's like, you're, or she's like, Sansa, and she's like, I'm not Sansa. And there's no recognition from the great-grandmother that she's not. And But she starts talking as if you got to go get her. And so that's where I'm like, that was the key to me that there's probably a longer conversation that got cut on the uh, the cutting room floor because there was no, there should have been something of like, oh, okay, you're my, you're my, I'm meeting my, great, like something of that, that recognition of like, oh, you're not my daughter, you're my great granddaughter. Uh, I think there could have been something there with that. I, I, cause it did feel off that, that whole training thing felt a little rushed for me. I really think you could have got some emotional juice from that. There, there's more that I one to six and and uh i thought the, the located okay, place Santa was so adorable when she's i don't know she was just so adorable yeah no that was that was fun um all right well talking about episode six here to, oh, tommy that we opened with a, a warning this episode and i was waiting for the moment that was um was, was sensitive um what a, 
Can you shed some light? Yeah, it's a it's a school the whole school shooting. It's the whole idea of having guns in schools and the whole idea of shooting at kids and stuff. And, and we can talk about this a little bit. I've seen a lot of discourse of people being like, I just don't even, don't even touch it. Why do we have this scene? Why do we why do you have it set at a school? Um, and some people being like, no, it's it's hard, right? Anytime you touch any of these things where there's real world connections, it, it's what you had to think what message you were trying to get across. And uh, do I think they could have done more to get the message I think they were trying to get across? Yes. I think they were trying to get across the idea of police brutality. They're trying to get across the government going too far. Um, I think they there wasn't enough repercussions, I think. Uh, I think it's, it's played as like, oh, no, our image. And that's the focus from the government guy. It's not even that he sees anything wrong. It's more of like, hey, people are going to get the wrong impression of us if you're going after these kids. I do think, but then at times I do think they show when Bruno's just dancing and these police shove him against the window. To me, it's like, it's supposed to get you angry. The people that are angry, it's like, yeah, it's supposed to. It's supposed to be like, hey, see this. This happens in real life all the time. But I think the problem is like, yeah, we all know that. Like, we're all at that step. We need the new step where it's like the people that probably aren't watching these shows, you don't have to get to, they're the people that should be getting this message. So, yeah, I think that's what the warning, but I, that's the problem. To your point, Michael, these warnings are very big that Marvel, like, they're, they're very big. I've seen, like, Disney in general needs to do a better job. I, it's hard because you you don't want to uh, trigger someone just by putting it in the warning, but there is a part of, like, what am I being warned of? Yeah, no, and that's a really good point because, and maybe that was some oversight on my part, but I, I guess I didn't even consider it because, like, there was like the school was empty, the lights were off, it didn't even really feel like a school as they were in there. Um, so no, but I, I totally see that now, and um, and here's the thing about like I I hear what you're saying because I had this thought of where like I feel like they are really trying to like send a message about like um, police brutality and stuff, but this is the kind of thing much like we talked about in Thor, when they're trying to get a message across, when they're trying to like uh, be an ally to a certain type of person, um, they don't go all the way with it. And if you're going to go with that message, go all the way. Um, even later, like the time that we actually, like the, like the DODC guys are one thing, but later on we do see cops in the episode. And what's interesting is all the people are hovering around Kamala to protect her. And then the cops are like the front line and they're standing there like, oh, the boys in blue are here to protect. And I was like, what? okay, now what is that message? Uh, but then the other thing is the the uh, the DODC they just the cops just let them walk by. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, then uh, I mean, I, we've seen enough how useless the police are this week. So they literally just were like, all right, here you go. Yeah. I and, and another to your point, yeah, they just they're like dipping their toe in, and it's like because the other thing that I think they try to push a couple times is um, uh, what's her name. And Deaver, the, the agent. Yeah, Deaver. She definitely has racism. Like, the, like there's multiple times she's there's certain words they throw in, certain ways she says things of like, uh, like they they definitely imply that she's going so aggressively after them because of who they are. And, and I, I think you could have touched that even more, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, there was the, the one, the big one in this episode that I thought was like, I mean, I don't want to say funny, but. Um, uh, the dude in the mosque throws out the Abraham Lincoln quote and she calls it Quranic um, as in the Quran. And, I, and and he's like, actually, that's an Abraham Lincoln quote. And like, it's every time she's in that mosque, she says something offhanded like that. And uh, yeah, there, there's no hot, like, 
again, like maybe they could have done more, but I, I actually thought that like they made, I mean, Deaver again, like who is this lady? Like, who is she? Like, why do I care about her and what she's doing? All like, she's just like there and not listen to her boss. But um, yeah, I mean, you can I, always. Yeah. I think what you could do more, have something bad happen to her. Like it's like, Oh, she gets relieved of her duties. It doesn't even sound like she got fired. She's just going to get like shifted to another position. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're setting it up more. Maybe they're trying to get more egg on her faceless character uh, and, and have her be this big bad. Um, that like is you know going after potentially x-men you know like maybe that is what they're setting up uh i don't know all right well let's see let's uh i'm trying to look here i know we've covered a lot of things there so we'll skip over those as we go but um yeah we get we get the dodc there um they're chatting talking about the circle q and, and they need to they need to stop these super powered people um but I, I think the more interesting scene here is when uh, kamala tells her family about her powers this is fun. Yeah. I mean, her families. I, again, I could just watch all of it. I love, like, you know this has happened to you, right, Michael? Like, where it's like you're, like, getting ready to tell someone something, and everyone's like, oh, really? And it's like, you already, I told one person, then you told one person, then everyone already knows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is, uh, um, I, I just, it's so wholesome, um, like, how supportive her family is. Um, because, like, and, and I think that is, like, uh, one of the better arcs within the series with her parents and, like, how strict they were with her at the beginning and how trusting they were of her by the end, um, despite ruining their brother's wedding. But, hey, you know what? Um, we'll let that go, I guess. Yeah, I mean, listen, I still say she didn't ruin the wedding. What would you want her to do? Let the clandestines go in there and murder everyone? But they didn't know about the clandestine. But they like, know it now. And even in that episode, she's like, sorry, I ruined the wedding. It's like, all right. <laughs> she didn't ruin the wedding. That's not... <laughs> Justice for Kamala. That's what I'm saying. She didn't ruin the wedding. Uh, but yeah, I, I think this whole thing with the family, and, and I think to your point, I think they do a really good job of balancing them being parents and them being like, yeah, you've proven yourself. Like, you're doing good. And like her dad being like, just make sure you're being care Like, like, yes, like I get it. You have these powers. I'm not going to stop you. And I'm glad they're not like, I'm glad we didn't play the whole thing of like, no, you can't do like almost like re reminiscence of the Avenger con of like, no, this is bad. We're going to like, there'll probably be some restrictions in season two. There'll probably be a balance of like, uh, like, you know, I can't go out right now curfew kind of thing. But uh, I think it was nice to see that, Hey, do this, but with caution. Yeah. And next year, what about the suit that she gets? She gets the suit. She gets her costume. Um, where'd this come from, Tommy? Gosh, I love it. I, I guess the, the the fact the mom is the one that did it, again, it just shows with, without telling us how much she fully accepts this, especially the correlation uh, with with the suits in the beginning. Uh, I, I think it's just a really good moment. And it's like the one-two punch of this and then later on with her dad doing something cool too. Uh, I, I think it really shows how much behind her behind miss marvel is her family it's not you know, like they are represented both in you know in the name and in the costume it's such a good point yeah no and i love how her costume is like just this amalgamation of all the things that she's kind of collected throughout the, the the show and uh they all mean something you know it's not like uh uh you know i don't know like like it's not like captain america showing up in infinity war and he's just got like a a military outfit and a new shield. It's like, like her costume, like it has meaning to her. And I yeah. think that's special. 
Yeah, and again, like again, just set up is like setting it up early where she's like, you know, her Captain Marvel costume needed a flare of herself, and now her actual costume has a flare of like not only herself, but also everyone that she's encountered and shaped her. You know, you got the scarf from the red daggers, you got um the emblem from her necklace, which was from her family. You got like all these different aspects. It's a mask. Yeah, yeah. it's I'm such a know. such a good moment. Yeah. So um uh, we will go to the mosque here. I know we touched on some of this already, but we can talk about uh, Cameron and Bruno uh, hiding out here. Um, uh, there, uh, there is a funny moment with Nakia and her uh, boyfriend. Who was that? I, he... I don't know. He shows up later in the TikToks too. Was he in any of the other? They make it sound like he was like the fourth best friend this entire time. I don't remember <laughs> ever seeing him before. I don't think he must have been cut out with some of the other stuff in uh, episode five. Yeah, because yeah, they come up twice and like I'm the boyfriend now. It's like you didn't set this up at all. And like I'm ashamed. It's this guy. I'm like, what's wrong with him? Yeah, he seemed fine. Maybe there's something <laughs> we're missing. Maybe he's there. We just went right past it. But it, yeah. Yeah, he didn't get any. He didn't get any recognition until this point. If that, like, maybe he was in the background, like slipping on a banana peel or something. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they. Uh, so Cameron uh, and um, Bruno, they get they get their little hats, their disguises, and uh, they're sneaking out. Um, and this is where they meet up with Kamala. And listen, uh, actually, I might have skipped over the part where she's like, like going through the city with her costume on and like. People are like in cars looking up at her. Like I thought that was so cool. Like when she's like full blown Miss Marvel, it is very cool. Like when they go in this alleyway and she's like stepping down, jumping down from the building, and then like sliding down like the the drain. Like ah, it was just so cool. Seeing her come into her own, and I think the show has done a really good job of like it feels earned that she's like she's good now. Especially I think you and that's where I think you need the red dagger stuff because it like where did she learn all these skills? It's like, okay, at least we can give the argument, like, she learned something from the Red Dagger. Is there something there? And in her confidence, I think that's the other thing. Like, she is confident now. Uh, she's not the girl that dropped the kid. Uh, as much as the kid wants to remind, you know, oh, I have thoughts about that kid. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, like, the, it was fun seeing, giving her that moment. Because I think, like, I a lot of this will compare to Spider-Man. Honestly, it felt very Spider-Man-like, where it's like Spider-Man swinging throughout the city and everyone's looking. That's what it felt to me. That moment of like, this is her moment, and the city knows now. She's she's here. Yeah, and no, there's uh very very cool stuff. You know, I, I'm sure there's like um an analogy there or um uh, symbolism to the fact between uh, Spider Man and Kamala, like the uh and Superman even like the the whole look up in the sky. We're looking up to this great leader of ours. So yeah, um, so I guess we can go to the the school now um where they start planning some of their shenanigans um i really liked like it's totally it's really dumb but i don't know why i like it um just how people just start showing up there like zoe's was already there filming her tiktoks in the theater and then amir just like crawls through the bathroom window he's like i'm here now it was like there's a, like it would never work like that but it's just cute <laughs> It felt a little hokey, but I, I think, like you said, I, I just bought into it. But it did feel very, like, sitcom of, like, almost they're nodding to us of, like, yeah, we don't really have a way to explain why they're all here, but we need them all to be here. So we're just going to we're just gonna do it. Because the Zoe thing was very, like, oh, she just knows. Even though they do make the Zoe, the Zoe like, it makes it make sense later where she's like, listen, I knew. But it was, you know, they, they have it as an example of, like, listen, don't be hurt that Kamala didn't tell you. She, this is her, like. You're, you're being too in your own head. 
this isn't about you. This is about her. And she's allowed to come out when, you know, when she wants to tell you about her powers. Uh, but it was kind of like, oh, you're just here. Filming. We're supposed to like you now. You were kind of the bully, but like not really the bully. It's, again, I think they, it's, they, the show has a hard time of like, are we supposed to like certain people? Or are we not? You know, we talk about Cameron. Is he really the villain at the end or is he not? Is he is, is he really the bad person or not? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, lots up in the air. Um, I do like, I think Amir, Amir wants to be a superhero. Like, because uh, we find out later, Bruno mentions, like, he's asking if he has powers as well. And then, like, obviously, like, he's, like, showing up to the team meetings here. Like, uh, I hope he gets his moment. Yeah, I hope he's part of the team. He definitely like I I really like the actor. I think like he's had some really good moments. I would have liked one more. I think private one on one with him and Kamala because we had the one early on where where he's like I'll talk to the family, you know, the parents for you. I felt like we could have got one more of like yeah, he'll always be there for her. Maybe even in this moment of just like they he pulls her aside and it's just like listen, like they didn't send me. I came for you. Like I want to be here for you. I think that could have been something. But yeah. Um, so they're setting up here. They're getting uh, they're getting their softballs, their fire extinguishers. There's a little funny mo moment. A lot of the humor worked for me in this episode, um, and it's like little stuff, like Zoe like breaking the glass to get the fire extinguisher out. And she's like kind of like tapping it with her elbow. Like I thought that was really funny. Um, but um, yeah, so we also we get the phone call here um, that kind of flushes out uh, Deaver's dilemma, where um, the guy in charge is like. Uh, yeah, we're not doing this. We're not going this far. And uh, Deaver, Deaver's not going to listen. Yeah, it's interesting. I almost wonder if they're setting up that there's going to be like uh, uh, problems in the damage control. It feels like there's two sides of damage control. There's people like Deaver, who's more like by any means, and this other guy who I feel bad. We, someone said Stewie. I don't know if it's just, I don't know. But uh, Stewie, I think that's his name in succession. Yeah, we'll just call him Stewie then. I like it. I like that. Agent yeah, Stewie. Yeah. Uh, and so, but again, like I said earlier, it doesn't feel like he actually, it's more of like, what is the image we're trying to, you know, this is not going to look good for us. If, if This is not worth it. Why are you doing this? Uh, and, and so, yeah, I like the plan, the whole Home Alone. I mean, Home Alone works. It, again, I think it could have not been set in a school, but I think they just, they had the, the set. You use it, you know, but... Uh, and the plan, again, calling back to her earlier being on a chalkboard to get to the Avenger Con. Again, there was a lot that came back into this episode. And I also think as finales go, I think this was better than a lot of them out there for Marvel. Yeah. Um, so a couple other little pranks they pull here. The first one, which I didn't really get, was like the speaker. I guess they like thought it was a bomb, like a bomb, but like it just started playing music. I, I don't know what that, I guess it stalled them for a second. Um but yeah, they they're setting off fire extinguishers, um, and uh, I my my big one though is this yeah it's about I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but the big one I like is like the science experiment that they do, and they like I don't know, but I, they created foam, but I don't I don't know my chemistry. I I, yeah. I, I cheated through chemistry just to be honest. <gasps> I was okay at science. I thought I was better at science than I really was. Um, I like biology. Yeah, I took an environmental science class where we just went outside and just sat in nature. We um, had one of those too, yeah. And it was yeah. like um, some kids would go off and smoke cigarettes. Other kids would oh. like do homework, yeah. No, our kid, there was a kid I remember. We Well, me and this kid, we would just, our plan was to go sneak and watch the other people. So we'd meet up and then we'd go like spy on people. And there's one guy who would lay on a rock 
eating brown he'd bring brownies and he was just sitting there eating brownies in the nature uh so yeah that was environmental science man yeah uh, yeah no, but yeah, no. I, I think the pranks are good. Uh, this is low for me of like, I, I don't find it, like this isn't my cup of tea. I'm more dialogue, as we all know. I like the, the dialogue stuff here. Uh, but uh, I think, again, the, the things that stuck out to me were the moments where it shows just, I think with the music, you get that kind of stuff where it shows um, how like these pol- police are attacking kids. Like it reminds us that like these kids are pol- doing shenanigans and then these police come in and just shove them against wall- windows. And, and uh, I think again, I would have done it even more, but it's hard. Cause then it's like, are you just adding to the problem? It, it, it's, it's a, a tough, a tough thing, but uh, yeah, I, they're also using sonic weapons, which I thought was, you know, I don't know intentionally or not, but the, the last time we saw him was in the incredible Hulk. So, you know, there you go. Yeah. Fun little again, don't use weapons on kids though, but I guess if you're going to sonic weapons, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> there you have it. Better, um, than, better than bullets, but like no weapon like you know, never mind. Yeah. Just no weapons, please. There's a cute moment here where um Cameron and Kamala are hiding and then they, they hold hands and like their powers are like protecting their hands. Yeah, they're really setting up a lot and that's I do like the show is not rushing Elias. They're really setting up a love triangle, love almost a quad, a quad love triangle because it's you. You got moments with almost everyone. You see Bruno notice them almost kiss, and you know there's a little bit there, but they didn't really. I think Bruno's in game. I think Bruno's in game, and I think that's why they're not rushing him like blowing up a camera and stuff. I think he's in game. I think Cameron's going to be the love that could have been. And I think uh, the Red Dagger guy is going to be like exploited as an actual relationship and then like fizzle out. Yeah, it's going to be. And that's the thing. That's the thing where I'm like, I feel like there's so many threads here that like they've set up. It's it's hard to imagine how they pay this off without having a season two. Um, again, this isn't the last time we're getting Miss Marvel, but, you know, it, it, um, it, it's hard for me to picture how that plays into the Marvels. But we'll see, I guess. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna focus on. Uh, uh, there's too much other things they gotta focus on the, in the Marvels, but yeah, I think like again, fun stuff here because that's a whole plot, right? It, or I, we didn't really mention it, but basically the plan is not just to like do these Home Alone, but like they were trying to get uh, Cameron to the Red Dagger, um, and he's like, "Hey, I'll help." I will say, no, notice that uh, the map moved. I don't know if intentional or not, but the locations that they were looking at at their big important map. Don't know if relevant. Don't know if it's going to come up or anything, but just something I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so another thing, they're like shooting the the baseballs at the DODC, and then they the, uh, Amir and Bruno and uh, Nakia all get arrested. And um, a couple other things here. Uh, Kamala tells uh, uh, Cameron about his mom. His mom is his dad, and this is when he starts to spiral a little bit. Um, and he's like, he's like, uh, using his powers, like knock down lockers and throw them on top of the DODC. Um, and, uh, Kamala stops him. She's like, they fight for like a second here. And that's why I'm like, uh, and again, I guess he's like fueled by rage and emotion, but, uh, they fight. Well, and again, this is, I think the show had a lot of different ways it could have went. And I think they pick, I, cause like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think it's because they do reveal that Cameron's mom died and if he's not believing him i think it's a mix of 
he's going through an emotional thing right now and can't have the time to process it. And he's sick of being attacked by these people. And it's just like, all right, like just enough's enough. Let's end this. And she's like, no, that's not how, how I saw it was like, she's like, that's not how we do this. And so it wasn't that they were fighting, but it was more like, she's like, stop. Like you can't, I'm not letting you go down. I'm not letting you become what they want you to be. And I think that's where I try to see it from is like, he wasn't a, he was just getting frustrated and she's like, we're better than this. We're better than them. Yeah. I think it adds a lot of like depth to that character. Um, and uh, again, this is typically like, I don't know. It's not like uh, the, the pinnacle lifts the character. There's more here to explore. So I'm, I'm excited to get more of Cameron. Um, so he breaks outside and uh, he's immediately surrounded. And uh, But Kamala saves him and they, they bring out like the big sonic boom weapon and uh, knocks them back. And uh, but Kamala, Kamala has a surprise in store. Kamala says this. And Biggin. Yeah, we. I. I didn't. Truthfully, I didn't think we were gonna get. We talked about it on here. I didn't even think. Like I thought the elongate powers in general. We saw a little bit in the first episode, but not much. I. I, I thought they weren't gonna touch with it. Uh, I'm very glad we did. I. I really like this. Is is in Biggin? Um, is that a comic book catchphrase here? Um. Maybe. I mean, yeah. listen, I'm not like a literary expert or anything, but is that even a word? In Biggin, I think so. Let's see. Let's look it up. In I mean, it seems like... Biggin. I don't know. Yeah. In Biggin? Okay. It's like... Uh, an... It says, which is also very sassy of dictionary. It says uh, the, the definite or the, the using a word is you need to embiggen your vocabulary. All right, dictionary. Call me <laughs> off and looking up the word in Biggin. <laughs> Dang, like how aggressive. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, and big it is a word. There we have it. Um, but yeah, she 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 gets big and she is like uh just going ham on these guys, um, crushing trucks, um, saving uh, the people from trucks. That's the other thing I want to touch on here is uh, I didn't I didn't mention, but Zoe had like a live stream that she was like calling everyone to come, and uh, there's like an audience here. Yeah, it felt very, um, I think it's the original experiments where it felt very like, yeah, where they come in and they defend against, it felt very much like that. Um, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. Gosh, I don't know. Guys, as we're talking, Miss Marvel, Kamala might be my favorite new addition. And I know Kate Bishop's there. I know, I know all, but gosh, I just love her just like, there's something about her makes me smile when I see uh, this this character on my screen. Yeah, I think in term in terms of like the powers and such, I do want to touch on. Um, I don't want to give them too much flag because it's just too be expected with these shows at this point. But they were doing a lot that they could not afford. It seems like in this final fight scene. Yes. Um, and here's my question to you, Tommy: Will 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 Miss Marvel's powers ever look good? Maybe on a movie budget, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I guess we will. I, I just it's it's very um ambitious. It's an ambitious style they're going for. It's better than Cameron's. <laughs> I thought her purple looked better. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um yeah. Uh so yeah, there's that. Uh what happens next year? Um yeah, I think like we see this, there's uh Cameron's powers are out of control. Devers comes up with a gun. Which again, like you're a monster. I just I'm so done with her. I think that's the thing. Like I just don't like them. And 
damage control needs to be the villains coming forward because they, they really have made them not look great. Here's the thing though, Tommy. I don't think that they're I don't think they're bad. I mean, uh Stewie is he's doing his job, like he's investigating like very dangerous situations. We never see him like and he's like the leader. We never see him like aggressively go after people the way that it seems like Deaver was just like a rogue agent. So it's point. Deaver that's it. Yeah. I think Deaver's the problem here. I, I and it's gonna be interesting to see um where it goes from here, but uh I don't know. I just, I mean, they're a government agency and they obviously have a lot of power to do dangerous things. And there's a lot to be said about that in general. But, uh, I mean, it seemed like everybody in like the DODC office was like, this was not cool. Yeah. But maybe again, what if they break away or would they kick Stewie out of power? Who knows? But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I just think damage control is someone to watch. Even in, even in Spider-Man though, they're not supposed to be the, the good guy. I guess they're not like good government like shield. It's still a government agency that is going to uh, combat our heroes in some way. Maybe not in the extreme of this, but uh, they will. They do seem to be against uh, specifically, specifically kids. Kids. We've talked about this. It's weird that they're always targeting the young people here. Which um, we get a, a drop. Can we talk about? Let's go ahead. Can we talk about jump jump ahead of here a little bit? Um, yeah. Uh, well, I just want to because well, talk I, about DODC because I feel like there might be some relation to the fact that we're using the word mutation. We get the DODC, which is like very invested in like these super powered children. Let's let's jump there. Let's just I do I do, to wrap up the the battle. Okay. Um, and then we can jump there and then go go wrap back. us up. I think with the battle, like the the people fighting for, her, I did get a little teary eyed when her family and her friends, like everyone, she's. Everyone she's now touched is now protecting her. Any of that stuff is always going to get me on my heartstrings. I'm like, oh, it matters. Your actions matter. And so, like, that that was cool. Cameron had, like, a little flare-up. They have a good talk. It was a nice moment between them. Uh, and then, yeah, then I, I think we can jump into uh, – well, hold, hold on one qu- real quick. Um, what happens here? Um, Kamala puts a hole in the street, and how does he get out? Where is he going? I don't know. Maybe the plane just built a tunnel to the harbor. Maybe she, maybe the whole, maybe. I mean, yeah, right. Like it's like, where, where did this hole go to? Maybe it went into the sewers and he popped out of the sewers. Maybe a little smelly, and then he okay. ran to. Them. I like that theory. I'll accept. I'll accept sewer as an answer. Um, so um, okay. Uh, all right. I, I there's still other stuff here we can talk about. Whoa, uh, TikTok montage. What do you think of this? Uh. I thought this was fun. Again, seeing like the different people, so the like, I, I it was again, it was cute, and it makes it feel it builds out the world. It builds out the the her her world specifically. Uh, I think it's showing her impact. I think social media is going to be a big thing when it comes to Kamala. Does it feel a little like ah yeah, she's a young kid, and we're gonna jump on that TikTok train? Yes. Do I? Maybe- am I- Maybe this is the old in me, but like I feel like it's accurate. I mean, that's what the kids do, right? TikTok. Yeah, they do. They do. But <laughs> listen, some of these people were getting a lot of likes. Three point six k. If I made a TikTok right now, wouldn't get. Wouldn't get anything. So I don't know how these people are are getting there. I guess I need to cover the hot topics. Like if I got attacked uh, at school, I could I could then TikTok. I don't know, but. Uh, the one problem I have is the kid that she saves 
uses the TikTok to be like, yeah, she's cool. And then also diss her and complain. Well, but like, if she's this great, why didn't she, why'd she have to break my leg? But I guess maybe she got better. Like, all right, kid, back off. You should have been... This is funny. He was looking for his clout. Like he saw that Miss Marvel was in the news, and he was like, "Well, guess what, guys? Uh, I dealt with this long ago." No, no, no. He's he's just uh he's he's just waiting to be like uh JJ. Uh, you know, he's gonna be up there. Uh, Jameson. He's gonna be like critiquing all the superheroes. Like, well, she did a good job, but she did break someone's leg. Like, oh, maybe she didn't do good enough. I'm watching you. Uh, last note from the TikTok montage, um, and I mentioned it in my intro. Uh, they mentioned free ice cream pizza. Tommy, what what the hell is that? Uh, I think you know it's like a choco taco, but uh, maybe pizza form. So it's got. But like it's a not waffle. a real. It's not a thing. It, it can be. Uh, waffle bottom. I ice watched cream. this. I watched this with Sydney, and she tried to justify this too. I, I don't Sprinkle. think you can. Me and Sydney, we're on the same page. We'll make ice yeah, cream there's, pizza. There's ice cream pizza out there, of course. Like, no, there's not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go make an ice cream pizza right now. There's cookie pizza with like maybe you could put ice cream on a cookie yeah. pizza. That's okay. All right. Well, it's still cookie pizza. With ice it's cream still pizza. cookie pizza. Yeah, it's, it wouldn't <laughs> be ice cream pizza. Um, all right, so I want to talk about this uh, other scene here. We get where um, they have a talk with the dad on the roof, and this is this is the thing Miss Barbara has always been good at. It's like these deep, like emotional conversations, um, and I thought all this worked really well. Like um, the the way that he mentions uh, Kamala means perfect, perfect like marble, and uh, and he kind of naturally drops the Miss Marvel name, and I I, I thought it worked really well. Gosh, yeah, when he's like your own Miss Marvel, that was just, uh, I don't know. It, it, it just meant so much. And like, just the dad was a, a sleeper pick as a, a heart of the, the show. Oh, but all the family, like, I really like the mom had some really good lines. You know, we didn't touch on it too much in four, but I thought her lines in four were very funny. All this stuff about Trek. Why am I just finding out about this now? Like, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the dad here, the fact that like, yeah, the mom created the costume, but he's the one that created the name and, uh, the fact she takes it, she shared the name with Carol Danvers. She didn't even know how close she was. Uh, gosh, really, really great scene. I thought again, like this is the stuff I could watch hours of. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we, this is all we needed. Just the family dynamics. And, and that's what works the best here. Um, but yeah, well, uh, we kind of talked about, uh, we get the iconic, um, shot sitting on the uh, street light it's a great shot yeah. it, it's and again like i said how much i've, I've seen it mean to kamala it's just like uh yeah it's it's, it's you know yeah we gotta um, get the moment all right i am yada yada because i want to talk about this i got a lot to say about this this uh this one week later scene where bruno shows up he stole I guess I guess Cameron gave him the car. Do you think he? Yeah, because he actually he's not in contact. You can text Cameron to be like, "Hey, can I just like?" There could have been all. Yeah, Cameron said I could have it. It just sounds like he just. He's like, "Well, he just left it." Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a bit more that goes into that. Like, we need to like talk about insurance, and we need to transfer the title properly, registration. Like, I don't think you can just say, "Hey, you can have my car." Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I assume this is my prediction that Cameron. And the other guy, I just cannot remember the name, but... uh, Bruno? No, the Red Dagger guy. Oh, Red Dagger. I think they're going to come back 
And then they're going to room me with Bruno. And the three of them are going to live in that like bachelor pad. Uh, and they're all chasing after Kamala. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the drama there. Oh, we live together, but we're also all in love with the same girl. Ooh, spice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so Bruno here, he, he says that he's been looking into her uh, genetics a little bit more. And he finds something that makes her different uh, from the rest of her family. And it seems to be a mutation, Tommy. And we even get the X-Men animation series uh, Stinger. I thought that was, you know, if you're... That's... I didn't ca- I didn't pick up on that. Oh, yeah. Right when they say it, it's like... And then oh, it cuts. Okay. Uh, which, again, is like... That's how you do it. You put the mutants in there, but give it to us. For... If you're going to... If you're teasing the X-Men, you tease it. And you let us know for sure that's what you're trying to say. Uh, and I think it makes a lot of sense. I think damage control is definitely being set up as that government agency that could be after mutants slash kids with powers. I, I think that's why, to me, that would make sense why they, like, we've joked about it, but, like, why are they only going out to kids? Well, they're, if they're, if that is their, what they're pushing, you know, this idea of, like, setting up the X-Men, setting up this this government that already is anti-kids with powers, and now you have a bunch of them, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I, I guess the, the music cue does help a little bit. I, I was going to have a rant about um, kind of like how I didn't feel like this was a good enough tease. Like, because here's the thing. It's like, uh, like, especially when we're talking about like, you know, the X-Men and, and Marvel stuff, like um, uh, the concept of a mutation is not like a comic book idea. Right. It's like, that's not, that's not like, I don't know. It, like I understand like in that context, it makes sense. But when you're just saying like, like this is how we're gonna tease it by using the word mutant, and it's like it's kind of honestly kind of it can be considered an offensive word. <laughs> so like I don't know. It's like I feel like there's a better way to to set it up. I wouldn't have uh, put together X Men if, if it wasn't for the stinger. Like, I think I would have just been like, yeah, it's it's showing that it's like genetics maybe. Like I would have thought of something. Uh, it's it's a genetic mutation. It's it's separate from it because you know I wouldn't Kamala necessarily isn't. This is completely different than than what they've done with her before which is fine but i do think you need like that x-men connection there uh to be like yes this is the type of mutation even if it's not setting up the x-men necessarily this is the type of mutation we're talking about it is gonna dive into that x-men style of mutation fair so um yeah really excited to see where that goes who knows when we're gonna learn anything about that again but um yeah is what it is maybe the marvels yeah maybe but too bad we don't have any knowledge on that. That's it. That's the episode. This bit never gets old where we say this is the end of the yeah, episode. That's it. it. Oh. All right. See you, Tommy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go switch places because we get a post-credit scene. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, tell me what the hell happens here, okay? So Kamala, she's on her bed. Her her bangle lights up and. Uh, it looks to me like um, she possibly switched places with uh, Carol Danvers here because Captain Marvel shows up in the bedroom uh, and Kamala's gone. So yeah. Kamala's like probably like uh, I don't know, like on uh, one of those other Marvel planets. Yeah, we uh, we talked about this a little bit of with when we when we saw the tomb where they got the bangle originally. We see a blue hand, and I mentioned like could be Kree kind. Con- Cree uh, a connection there you know we there's mention of this other uh, band this other bangle out there we don't know where it is you need both uh, I have heard some rumblings of like oh is it 
because there is a thing once where she shapeshifts into Captain Marvel and like it is Kamala. I don't think so. I think like to your point, I think it is them switching. And, and one of the things that could do this is negabands. If the the bangle is negabands, which is something that happens where Rick Jones and Captain Marvel switches bodies at one point. So maybe that's the connection there. We'll dive into with the Marvels. Uh, you know, I think that's where they're going. It is Cree, and, and I think that is what what is. Uh, being being described so far it will be interesting to like how much is the bangle controlling your powers now that we know it's mutated is it kind of telling us that the bangle wasn't it wasn't the bangle it was kamala all along is that what we're trying to say i don't know um i thought again fun seeing brie larson back on tv back on tv after what well, i don't know what other tv she was on community yeah, I guess uh, I can't. Actually, when you said that, I was like, I can't think of any TV she's been in. But yeah, um, she was the clo- she was the coat girl in the community and dates uh, spoilers and dates Abed at some point. So, so um, I think that I I hope that the Marvels picks up right from the scene because I feel like there might be a lot of comedy ensued with Kamala being in an unusual place and then like uh, Kamala's parents coming upstairs and like uh, uh like uh, Kamala that time to go and like <laughs> Carol Danvers is in there like uh. And they have like work. She has like work with the parents to figure out what's going on. Like that could be fun. I'm very excited for the chemistry of uh, Kent Marvel and and Miss Marvel. Like I, I just I can see it. I can see the lines. Even with the family, like there's gonna be such good banter because of Brie Larson's and and, and Danvers' uh, cold delivery to thing. It's it's very like like that's the point of the character. Combined with Kamala's very bubbly, very like fangirl, I think it's going to be such a good collaboration. And, and I'm really, this made me excited for the Marvels. I wasn't a big Captain Marvel fan, the, the movie I thought was fine. And, and I'm kind of excited for the Marvels. So, what, uh, how does Monica Rambeau tie into this, Tommy? Because she's like the, the third prong to this trident, right? To, in the Marvels. Maybe Carol, now that she's back on Earth, she doesn't know a lot of people. So maybe she has to contact, you know, and we know there's tension there. We've seen it, you know, it makes, it's making WandaVision make more sense. It's like, so who do you go to? You go to the one person you, you at least know, even if you aren't on good terms. I don't know. It's not like there's an entire organization of superheroes that could help her out or anything. (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, does she, does she trust them though? Like she works with them. It's like work friends, but it's not your friend. Like, it's like she met them for two minutes you know, like because they didn't really. She was barely in Avengers because they just threw in because they they thought they should, but they didn't write an actual plot for her. Not to harp <laughs> a little bit on Endgame, but like you could have done a lot more with the character. Yeah, uh, you could have actually just solved a lot of problems if she came in a lot sooner. That's I feel like that's probably the bigger reason that she's not in yeah. as much. Well, and that that's I mean we we'll dive into it with the Marvels. It is the problem with cat with Cat's Marvel. That's why her movie she was had an inhibitor on her basically the entire time because she is so powerful. How do you deal with a, with a superhero that is too powerful? I'm interested to see how they handle it. Yes. Well, all right, Tommy, I I believe that that closes us out here. Um, uh, What's going on in your world? Do you want to tell people where they can uh, find you? Yeah, I'm on uh, Tommy's Tidbits uh, on on Twitter. You can find me there. I, I don't really tweet, but if I, if you, if you message me, I would, of course, answer and, and you know, maybe one day I'll, I'll tweet more. Uh, other than that, just running D&D, playing D&D. If you ever want to play or, or run, you know, if you ever want to play D&D, reach out to me. You know, I'm open. I run games. Uh, I, I like spreading spreading the good word of the, the D&D uh, out into the world. 
Awesome. Um, well, uh, I'm at the Michael O'Rear everywhere: Instagram, Twitter, Letterbox, TikTok, all that good stuff. So uh, follow me. Um, all right. Uh, I like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes, preferably five stars. Uh, also, please subscribe because we're going to be here every single week. Um, Tommy, what's next for it? What's the next show? I don't even know. Let me look at the schedule. Hold on. Stall for me. Let me tell the people what's next. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran and <laughs> almonds. I don't know. I didn't notice how to stall. Um, She-Hulk. She-Hulk is coming uh, about a month from now. Oh, so. I know how to stall. You know, we just said it. Uh, the, the line, get in. We're getting shawarma. You know, fun, fun little nod to both shawarma from Avengers and I believe it's Mean Girls. Yeah. Uh, get in. We're getting clues. No. <laughs> Told you I'm going to have fun with these sound clips. I'm going to have you know, a new one Michael, every week. You, you're using it way too much. You need it and big in your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, She-Hulk next month. I think we're going to have some bonus podcasts sprinkled in there. We're talking about some stuff, so uh, yeah. uh, stay tuned. Um, but uh, also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Star Wars Pod. And also, again, just want to say we will have merch in um, the link uh, of the of this episode. So you can just go look at it. I mean, just go check it out. See what you think. Um, again, I, we talked about it, like um, Bonfire, the site that we use. They take a, I mean, they take a lot of money from the shirt so it's like we're not even it's not even like the money for us it's like i think more so it's we want to share our love of star wars in our community and uh we want to see you guys drop it i think it's really cool so uh if you do get a shirt you know post it on social media we'll share it so yeah and i um, i don't know if you said but like the the shirt design was made by a, a guest yes the uh, yeah I, sh I, sh I should have shouted out luke mcgee um he's uh he was on he, was he on from his he was visions. Oh, Kenobi. And, and he was visions. on Kenobi. Yeah. yeah. So Luke McGee, good, good friend of ours. Um, he's really nice because I what I tell he will make a design and all he asks for is like just get me one of the shirts too. Like if you buy me one of the shirts, I'll make the design. I'm awesome. like, all right. So he makes it, he gets a shirt, and we're all happy. So. And listen, if other people want to make us shirts as well, yeah, we're not gonna complain. Yeah. Uh bring it on. Send us your designs, your your doodles. <laughs> <laughs> you want to, i'll make like a little doodle if i won't be good for a shirt honestly worst doodle will get a shirt <laughs> worst star wars doodle it's like a complete side tangent we can probably cut it out is uh josh allen drew a buffalo bill for uh, football and it was terrible but they made shirts out of it because it's just like a little red circle with like it's awful it's what about do you play jackbox yeah 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 those okay yeah yeah, yeah it's kind of like magic. yeah you can buy the shirts on there. So, all right. Um, also, we have a Discord community. So, if that's something you're interested in, you can message us on social media and we will get you in. But I think that's all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.